What is up, everybody? We are rolling audio again on episode three of The Hotter Show, the podcast. <laughs> you know, I said I wouldn't make that joke ever again. I lied. I lied. How the hell are you? I hope you are doing awesome. You are awesome for clicking that play button. Because every time you click that play button, it says to me, man, people are actually listening. You know, it. I've, I've been nothing but happy with the way things have been going. You know, the amount of plays I've been getting, you know, it's been cool. It's been really fun. I'm, I'm just going to kind of jump into it today. Last episode, I was uh, talking gigs music. Um, I was talking about the... Um, kind of the beginnings of my time at Gigs Music as far as when I was just a customer, you know, how I got to know the guys at the store, you know, and all that kind of thing. Just kind of how I started. So uh, I figured, you know what, now this uh, episode here, part two of the uh, me talking Gigs Music here, kind of telling my story of Gigs Music, I'm heading into my two years there uh, working full time and managing the store. Um, so I'm just going to jump right into it. So basically, to start off the story, um, as I said last episode, you know, with Steve leaving and everything, uh, Rob needed another full-timer. So uh, I started working full-time, and it was wonderful. I loved every second of it. You know, I started learning a lot very quickly from Rob. Uh, A lot of my regular customers that I had were really pumped to see me more than once a week. Um, A lot of the students and the students' parents and the teachers, you know, seemed pretty happy that I was around too, which was obviously awesome, you know, because I, you know, I always did my best no matter what to try and be, you know, be nice to everybody and be as helpful as I could be and just, you know, help people out, be myself, you know, that's, I try to be that way in, in general, you know, obviously everyone has a bad day, but I think for the most part, most people will say that I was always pretty, uh, pretty good to deal with I'd, I'd hope so anyway um so time went on you know we uh i had a great time working with rob and rob was there full time i would spend a lot of time doing restrings and you know that's really when my restringing prowess uh really got uh, to where it is now because i spent a lot of time doing them you know rob would be busy with other stuff so i would do a lot of the restrings and uh, without Steve being around to kind of pick up the slack, it all fell on me, and which is a good thing. I loved it. Kept me very busy. Um, and, you know, that went on like that for about a month or two, I think, somewhere in the, around there. And uh, one day Rob came to me and he said, hey, man, so uh, I got a bit of a, a bit of a problem. I said, uh-oh, what's going on? And I'm not going to go into detail, but basically uh, my boss, Rob, uh, he needed to go back to his old job. Uh, for reasons I'm not going to go into, you know, obviously it's his, not, this isn't his podcast, but, um, so he said, I kind of need you to run the show. And I went, what do you mean run the show? I'm the part-time full-time guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how to run a friggin' music store. I don't know how to run a store. I don't know what I'm doing. BSing my way through this. And he said, you know, I, I fully trust you. I trust you more than anybody. I wouldn't be asking you to do this if I didn't think you could handle it. And I went, holy shit, okay, like this is a really big deal. It was always my dream to, you know, work at a music store. I didn't ever think I'd be managing one. Um, And obviously he said, you know, I'll be around to help you as much as I can. I'm always a phone call away, you know. Rob still called the shots as far as what we had in guitar orders and stuff like that which was good for me because i i just had no idea um 
But he said as far as the everyday stuff, the day-to-day, dealing with the teachers, um, doing any hiring with teachers, doing any small ordering, working the festivals, doing promotions and stuff like that, dealing with the co-ops, you know, that was all me. That was my my day-to-day thing, you know. And I mean, I the second, the first, my first day working full-time, you know, I think I had... Uh, I had two teachers call in sick. Uh, I had to call about, uh, oh man, I want to say it was about 30 students or 30, somewhere in that ballpark to tell them that their lessons had been, uh, are having to be canceled because I didn't have any uh, teachers to call in for backup. And uh, obviously some people were not pleased about it. You know, it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. But um, it was a pretty good intro <laughs> to the uh, to the world of what I'd be dealing with, you know. I mean, I still loved it. Um but my first day was you know, was a little stressful, uh, having to um, make all those calls. That I remember, I was just stressing out hard. And the one teacher, um, uh, his name's Dave. Um, if anyone just happens to be listening, who had Dave as a teacher or whatever, you know, he just he was always really cool to me. He just said, "Hey, man, you know, it's okay. Like, don't worry. You know, you'll get the hang of it. Like, this has just kind of been a rough day." And I was like, "You know what? You're right." At the end of the day, I'm running a freaking music store. Come on. Like, I can't get stressed out about small stuff. There's no point, you know. At the end of the day, my job is amazing, so I'm not going to get stressed out about it. Then the next day, I had to do an order for the first time. You know, I uh, I went, okay, how do I do an order? <laughs> I had absolutely no idea how to do an order. I was completely lost, and unfortunately, Rob was really busy. He said, I, you know... I can't really help you. Like he kind of ran me through how to do it and what to order. But as far as actually putting the call in there, we hadn't really run through that. So not a little bit, but not a whole lot. And so I went, all right. So I, uh, you know, I called up the order desk and said, I need this, 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 and this. And not realizing that there's different suppliers for certain product. Cause that's literally how much of a noob I was at this. And the guy was very cool. He just went, hey, man, so uh, you need to call this supplier and order that stuff from them and this supplier to order that stuff from them. However, I can give you this stuff. And I went, oh, I thought we got it all from one person. Like, I didn't know. You know, I was a complete noob. Had no idea. I knew, obviously, we got guitars and stuff from different places. But as far as strings and guitar stands and stuff like that, I didn't know. So he was, you know, I, I'll never forget th- that, that he was... Uh, he was so cool to me. And, you know, a lot of our supplier reps were, you know, I have nothing but great things to say about all of the suppliers and the reps and that. Cause you know, here's this really kid to them calling them up, say, Oh, I need this and this. And they're like, what is this guy talking about? You know, they could have been just total dicks to me, but they weren't, they were always really cool to me. And same with Rob. He was always so patient with me throughout the, the years. If there was something going on or I'd call him freaking out about oh this happened or whatever and he's like it's okay it's not a big deal you know he, you know made it very easy you know I kind of learned um I, I kind of got thrown in the deep end a little bit as far as learning some things I kind of had to learn quickly which was good because that's I learned best that way but uh, I had to learn quick you know as far as learning how to you know deal with irate customers and things like that it didn't happen very often it was uh it was extremely rare. I think I can count, I can literally count on one hand the amount of times I had legit irate customers in who were upset about something legit that happened. Obviously, I had lots of assholes in, but that's 
I'm not going to talk about that this podcast because uh, I'd spend 10, 15 minutes ranting about telling stories about some assholes I had in because it's just, just, they're just another breed in the music, in the music business. I swear to God, but enough about that. As time went on, um, when I took over, it was the kind of the tail end of the school year. So we had the summer. Um, and then that, uh, that first, uh, fall, I had my first opportunity to have co-ops and, um, I had co-ops. <laughs> I, my first two co-ops were, uh, two great guys who, uh, hopefully are listening. They know who they are. Uh, they'll be on the podcast at some point, I'm sure, because we have lots of stories to tell of our time together at the store. Um, they made my job very easy because I didn't have to worry about any bullshit as far as cleaning the store and, you know, taking out the trash and keeping the lesson rooms cleaned and, you know, stuff like that, that, you know, I wouldn't always have time to do during the day. Some days I would, of course, but some days it's like, man, I just don't have time to do that. And so they were nothing but awesome. And, um, it was a wonderful experience as far as with, uh, kind of dealing with not bossing people around, but like having to actually manage people, being able to tell people, okay, now I need you to do this and now I need you to do this. And it was something that I didn't think I'd be very good at, but um, it uh, they made it easy. <laughs> so thank you guys for that because you made my job easier. Um, and I mean, you know, as that, you know, first year went on, I really got to know all the teachers and, um, you know, they got to, you know, I mean, they all pretty much knew me, but as far as like really getting to know me and how I was and how I did things slight, maybe slightly differently from the way Rob or Steve would do things. I mean, it's all the same stuff, but as far as little things, you know, if, uh, I'm always the kind of person, if you're not 20 minutes early or 15 minutes early, you know, you're 10 minutes late. So some teachers who, you know, might show up right on the dot or five or 10 minutes before I would kind of, you know. And they'd be like, dude, like you got to calm down. But, uh, I, I learned, I, I got, I got to be pretty good with stuff like that after a while. But as uh, time went on, you know, I, uh, had quite a few, uh, co-op students who were all awesome. You guys know who you are. And, um, uh, it was the, I want to say January of 2014 that I hired my first part-timer, uh, which was a very interesting experience because, uh, I'd never done anything like that before. So it was really cool. You know, uh, he was a really, it just happened to be that he was a really good dude. So it, uh, it all worked out. He knows who he is. Um, and you know, uh, right around that time, uh, kind of that, that was really the, the height of uh, my time at gigs. Um, we really were, we were doing quite good, you know, um, we were, you know, selling guitars pretty steadily. We were doing pretty good for lessons. You know, obviously you can always do better, but uh, we were at a pretty good place at that point, heading into the new year. Uh, we had a pretty pretty good Christmas. So that year went on. Um, not really much to tell about that year, actually. You know, we, um, we were having a pretty good year uh, heading into the summer. Uh, unfortunately, summer was always a really, really dead time of year for us. You know, any music store will tell you the same thing after like Christmas and that it's usually pretty dead anyway, but for us, summers really hit us hard sometimes. Um, but, uh, getting through that summer came into the fall. Uh, I hired, uh, another batch of, uh, co-op students. Um, 
turned out actually only one ended up showing up uh, for his first day of co-op. And uh, that whole year, I, that whole semester, I only had one co-op student. Um, and uh, again, he knows who he is. Uh, if you're listening in, buddy, hope everything's going good with you. Same thing. He was a good dude. He was always very helpful and made my job easier. And um, right at that point, too, we started really getting a great core group of teachers at that point. Like, you know, I had pretty much hired and fired and dealt with all the kind of BS of some teachers we had at the time, you know, um, not to be too negative about it, but uh, it was one or two teachers who were kind of a pain in the ass. But uh, at that point, we had a really great group of teachers and they made my job easy. You know, they, I could always know they were going to show up and that they were going to do their job great. So I could f- focus on other things other than having to worry about babysitting the teachers, which is, uh, you know, shouldn't really be my job anyway. Uh, you know, the teachers are, should look after themselves and luckily they did. But, um, heading into the, uh, kind of the end of that year, um, Christmas was okay. Um, you know, I was, um, kind of a little discouraged just because we weren't as busy as we were the year before. I kind of started to notice that, you know, things were a little, things were a little thinner on the walls, um, than I would have personally liked. Obviously, I mean, as would have robbed, you know, it's not like he wanted to, um, not have as many guitars on the walls he originally did, but that was just how things went, you know. When we opened up, we had a lot of guitars, okay? Like, a lot of guitars. A lot of it was left over from the Coburg store, so I think people just kind of assumed we'd always have this massive amount of guitars in stock, and that wasn't necessarily going to be the case. It was just, uh, well, we kind of had leftovers, so I think, you know, some people, the one, the only really complaint I would ever hear about from people is that we didn't have the largest selection. And I mean, Hey, I, I agree. You know, there were times where obviously I would have loved to have seen more stuff on the wall. Um, but unfortunately those things cost money that, uh, we just didn't really have, but, uh, we always did our best, you know, it, we always, uh, right up to the wire, you know, we'd always carry as many guitars as we could. And we made sure that the stuff we carried was, it was great quality stuff. It was good bang for your buck. And that was a product we stood behind. And that was, especially when I was running the store, you know, that was what was my whole thing. Um, but uh, heading into the, the Christmas months, you know, we ended up having an okay Christmas, you know, but, um, heading into, uh, 2015, um, I think there was a small part of me that kind of knew like, man, like things aren't great, you know, not bad, but not great. Um, so we just kind of kept doing our thing. Um, you know, we, um, I got another batch of, uh, co-op students, um, who were definitely a, uh, interesting bunch, <laughs> a good lively bunch. Again, they know who they are. Uh, and, um, they really, you know, there was around that time, there was a lot of stress on me, um, mainly because, you know, I would try to do so much to try and make the store do better. You know, me and Rob were racking our brain trying to think, you know, what can we do to get out, reach out to people more and things like that, you know? And it was just, uh, we tried, you know, I was, I mean, I was calling the schools to see if there was something we could do with them. I was working on our website all the time. You know, we tried to get the online thing going. I was the social media all the time. 
pretty much everything other than spending millions of dollars on advertising. <laughs> That's pretty much. I was at the point where I was going to go door to door, okay, with flyers and just be like, hey, come to Geeks Music. But uh, that was kind of the last straw. <laughs> um, but uh, luckily having the co-ops that I did kind of helped keep me sane around that time of year when I was at work. And obviously when I was at home, uh, my wonderful girlfriend helped uh, kind of keep me grounded. You know, I think there was a couple times where I was getting really, uh, well, more than a couple times, I was getting really stressed out. Because, uh, you know, this was my dream job and I didn't want anything bad to happen. And uh, she she definitely helped in my family and my friends. You know, it was always, uh, always had a great support group and still do. Kind of went through the rest of the year, came into the summertime. We had a really slow summer. I'm not even going to beat around the bush. Our summer was uh, not very good. And um, things were, you know, just not very good, you know. Um, and, uh, one day my boss, Rob called me in and just said, the building has been sold. That's, that's it. And, uh, that was it. <laughs> um, you know, we, um, kind of started to, we put the word out, you know, uh, it was all a pretty quick process. I think it was maybe, uh, I think I maybe week or or so before we announced it barely even that you know um we were uh kind of getting ready you know trying to get rid of as much stuff as we could and uh, trying to make sure that we were squared up with everybody for their lessons and you know luckily um all of my uh teachers and that were um were really cool about uh but everything in my part-timer at the time, uh, Mr. Brandon Hastings of Outshined, who uh, actually, his band does the intro for this show. Uh, if you like that song, you know, you should, uh, you should definitely check them out. Outshined on Facebook or uh, www.outshined.com. little shameless plug there for Outshined. Um, so having to basically tell him and, you know, my teachers, hey, guys, like, that's it. You know, obviously it sucked. I didn't want to let anybody down. But um, in the same regard, Rob was the same way. You know, he just, he felt terrible. He didn't want to let me down. You know, it was it was my job. And, you know, there was, you know, obviously no hard feelings. He was in a tough spot. And, I mean, you know, moving again was not a, uh, was not, it just wasn't in the cards, unfortunately. So um, that's really the reason why we closed there wasn't really any hidden underlying reasons or anything you know that's you know just there wasn't there wasn't enough money in it for uh for him anymore and um having had a store in Coburg and Port Hope and then moving you know it's a good seven or so years that he was in the business so I mean that's uh that's quite a while in the music business in a music store um and uh you know the last uh, month or so that we were open um you know, obviously it was very stressful on me. You know, I was trying to, in one regard, I'm kind of thinking like, oh, like, what am I going to do for a job? You know, and luckily again, having the uh, wonderful support system that I do, uh, I made through it. No problem. We did get rid of a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of people, you know, were nothing but positive and wonderful and wished us well. And were, some people were so thankful. They were people that were crying and hugging me, you know, that I had known for, you know, two or three years, parents, parents of students and regular customers and that, that were just like, man, like, holy cow, like what? Like 
So it, you know, it did make it a little easier knowing that there was an overwhelming amount of people who were so positive about it and were so kind hearted and that, you know, obviously you had those people that were, you know, assholes. Um, you know, I think my last week there, I had one guy who just, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? And I said, man, like really, you know, I'm losing my job, dude. What am I going to do? And, you know, I kind of shut him up, but, uh, sometimes things like that can either bring out the best in people or the worst. Um, and, uh, you know, unfortunately that guy was the worst, but, uh, for the most part, it was pretty positive and that uh, made the whole thing go a lot better. That's pretty much that as far as, um, as far as the last bit of the story, you know, that last week that we were there, um, we were closing things up pretty quick. The 20s, I don't even remember when our last day was, but, um, that last day, you know, the day after we were in cleaning the store right out two or three days later, everything was moved out of the store. And, uh, by the 30th, 31st of, uh, September, everything was, everything that was left was in Rob's basement and, uh, we were shaking hands on our farewell. <laughs> so that's, um, it. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I kind of kind of didn't really want to end this off on kind of a, a, a bittersweet note. Um, I really did have a lot of fun recording this and kind of telling this story. Um, obviously, there's hours worth of stories and stuff I didn't get into. Um, I wanted to just mainly tell the story of from when I first walked into Gigsby's in Coburg up until the last day that I was there. Um, and uh, that's just kind of what I did. Um kind of feeling a little bittersweet obviously um kind of putting this all out there uh i was about to say on paper but not really uh putting this all out there on the podcast um you know at, at the end of it when it was all said and done i had a lot of people you know saying oh man like are you okay you know i'd be really depressed and stuff and you know obviously i was sad um and there's probably a part of me that's always going to be sad you know um i didn't want to get all sappy and sentimental, but I'm, I'm going to, so I'm just going to run with it. Um, you know, if it wasn't for, again, for the third time in this podcast, if it wasn't for the support system I had with my amazing girlfriend and my amazing family and friends, you know, I probably would have been depressed, you know, but, um, luckily I kind of landed on my feet. I think, you know, it was a week after, um, I had one full week off, um, and I had a job again which, you know, was great because, uh, it's tough out there, you know, finding a job right now is, uh, it's harsh. And I'm, I'm so thankful that I have anything. And I mean, like I said, you know, I have nothing but wonderful things to say about Rob. Um, he was always great to me. Um, you know, especially at the end, you know, um, I mean the last, you know, the last day I was employed by gigs music officially, you know, we spent, two or three hours on his deck eating, uh, eating burgers, you know? So I have, uh, I have no complaints at all about it. Um, I met so many awesome and wonderful people during my time at gigs. Um, so many, obviously so many awesome bands, but aside from that, you know, just great people who, uh, a lot of people I still stay in touch with. A lot of people still stay in touch with me, which obviously is awesome. You know, I, uh, it, it kind of helps, helps with the whole, uh, the whole transition back into quote unquote civilian life, I guess, in a way, um, you know, having my harder guitar services, uh, you know, kind of helped as well. Cause it still kind of keeps me, 
in the loop a little bit, you know, with this local scene and what's going on. And I'll still be able to see guys if they need their guitars done or something. And I appreciate every single person who, uh, you know, gets me to do their guitars. Cause I mean, you know, more than obviously it puts a little bit of extra cash in my pocket. Um, it's cause I just, I love doing it. It's a passion. I love spending time on guitars and working on them for people. And also it helps me catch up with people. And, um, doing this podcast is definitely a way I'm going to catch up with people. Uh, like I said, in the intro, I've had a lot of people over the last couple of weeks message me saying, you know, dude, like we want to be on the podcast. We want to talk about everything and talk about gigs, music and talk about our band and talk about, you know, kind of funny stories we have of stuff and you know, I think it's going to be really fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to having those guys on. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's, I think at the end of the day, what was so great about my time at gigs is the fact that I loved it. I worked my dream job. I mean, how many people can say at, you know, 24 years old, they worked their dream job. And I mean, that's really what I'm going to take away from this. Uh, I learned so much as far as skills, you know, being management for two years, you know, uh, it was kind of a crash course in management. Um, the experiences I've gotten from the store, they'll follow me for the rest of my life, you know, and there's people that, uh, I hope are around for the rest of my life as well, you know? Uh, and I hope that, um, a lot of the, uh, people I met in bands and kids, you know, they all go on to do wonderful things because, um, it's a lot of amazing talent, that I met during my time there. And um, that's, like I said, that's what I'm going to take away from the whole thing. And, uh, you know, I'm sitting here smiling because it's, uh, like I said, it's just, it's cool. It's all good, you know. I'm uh, I'm in a very good place with it. And uh, I'm happy, man. I'm happy to talk about it. I'm happy you're listening. I'm happy that you clicked play on this episode because it's given me an opportunity to just talk about the this and it's been cool it's been you know the last uh last episode in this episode it's been fun as hell to just kind of walk down memory lane especially last episode it was kind of smiling the whole time i was talking about first walking into gigs and stuff and just kind of reminiscing on stuff and um obviously this episode you know it's been fun as hell too to make but uh you know obviously knowing how it was going to end um having for me to talk about the closing of the store and stuff. Obviously I knew it was going to get a little, uh, little bittersweet, but it's all good. And, uh, I hope that at the end of the day, you guys enjoyed this and, um, I'm going to mention to see, uh, what people have to say about it. You know, hopefully, uh, people who didn't know the story of gigs and that, and my time there, hopefully now they know. And, uh, you know, if anybody has any questions about anything, please feel free to comment, feel free to send me an email to the harder show at gmail.com. Feel free to ask me on Facebook if you see me or hey, if you see me out in the world somewhere, you know, stop, talk, talk to me, say, hey, come on the podcast. Let's do it. Let's have a chat. We'll catch you guys later. Thanks so much.